coach, broadcaster, and video game impresario, John Madden. I get every game from every angle uh, every week. Why do you want to do that? Just because uh, just you're crazy? <laughs> None other than Deion Sanders Prime. I have three to four suits with me, and I'm having a problem to choose between the cream, which is a cusser. What I mean by cusser, Rich, when you see me, you're going to use profanity. That's how clean this suit is. <laughs> My official movie reviewer, Jim Moore. She's a fox. If there's a fox in the movies right now, Myla Kunis is it. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Bud Light. Three weeks of the NFL season, three unprecedented weeks of the NFL season in the books in 2011. We have three, count them, three undefeated teams still remaining. The Green Bay Packers, the defending Super Bowl champs. All right, that's expected. That is something we can all grasp. We can all comprehend. Lions and Bills. How about them apples? They're also 3-0. and I called the Bills this weekend in my booth in game hey, day morning. Mike Del Tufo, sound man extraordinary. You're saying you're you're also Nostradamus of the I, National I, Football I totally League? What are you the talking Bills. about? As a Patriots fan, I will say, not concerned about the loss because last time the Bills beat the Patriots, 2003, what happened? Uh, they went oh, to the yeah. Super Bowl. That's won the Super Bowl. And, yeah. and in Week 17, beat them by the same score. Right. I will well, say this. The NFL yeah. news and video room was everyone was standing. That was a great game. Eyes glued to well, the TV I'll tell you what. As, uh, by the way, that was the voice of Chris Law, the podcast audio producer, Chris Brockman, uh, and Mike Del Tufo, the sound man for all of NFL Network. Um, that was incredible. All early games, all the eight of the early games were fourth quarter comeback wins. All of them. Yeah. And then there were two more in the remaining games of the of the week. To set a record, ten fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah, it's, it's never has never happened before. But also, we're, we're seeing an unprecedented amount of yards getting racked up. Passing yards, it's 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 ridiculous. The stats, um, 33, 33 yeah. yard passing That's games. Insane. We're going to talk about that with Mike Mayock on uh, on the second version of this podcast. Right, we're we're just to keep on expanding. Yes, we got right. we got a one coming out uh, on Wednesday today, and yeah, we right. have one coming out uh, Thursday. Right, and and the Thursday one is Mike Mayock and Gabrielle Reese. Gabrielle Reese. So look for that. Looking forward to that. Named L yes. Magazine one of L Magazine's five most beautiful women. Yeah, little tidbit there. I, and and you are you're a gentleman, Chris Law. <laughs> And a scholar. You're a gentleman for mentioning that. Uh, yeah, Gabby Reese and Mike Mayock. By the way, is there any other show on planet Earth that would ever put Mike Mayock and Gabrielle Reese together? I don't think so. No. That's a rhetorical question. Uh, on this show, though, um, Adrian Peterson, one of the Owen 3 teams, on the flip side, uh, the Vikings are, are in the soup right now. But they do play another 0-3 team this week in the Kansas City Chiefs. So maybe they can get back on the schneid. Adrian Peterson's Vikings blew a 20-point lead at home to the Detroit Lions, a team that had not won in that building since 1997 and had not been 3-0 since Jimmy Carter was in office. Okay, And that was before the 1980 election. 
I saw okay. an, an interesting stat on NFL.com today. Uh, the, the Vikings have led opponents in the first half by 47 points on the season. And haven't come away with a single win. With a win. And the wow. question is why. I think I know why. They're not giving Adrian Peterson the ball enough. Is he going to say that, though? That's the question. Well, it's my job to make sure he says that. I don't know how I'm going to get it done, but I'm going to get it done. All day. I think. But uh, another reason why he's coming on is a great uh, charity work that he's got um, cooking. He announced it this week that he, along with Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, hey now, some big names together uh, to raise awareness of, of human trafficking of children. Um, every time Adrian Peterson scores a touchdown, he donates $5,000. Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore donate match it. And there are several other athletes in the NFL that are donating a dollar amount per touchdown this year. Dallas Clark, uh, for the charity, it would help if uh, Peyton Manning didn't have a neck injury. But uh, Roy Williams, Williams. right, of the Bears. Um, And... um, we're going to talk about this with Adrian Peterson. How do you hook up with Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore? And um, and and uh, is and, there tension it, there with Ashton being a big Bears fan? I wonder. That could be. I don't think so. They're 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 putting that aside to raise money for for kids and at risk children. That that Adrian Peterson's All Day Foundation, um, uh, along with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore's foundation, together are um, are creating something called Football for Good. And we're going to talk about that with Adrian Peterson and you, the fan at home, by the way, and listening in your car, wherever you are in your commute. You go to crowdrise.com slash football and you can make a donation and you make a a donation uh, in a certain dollar amount. You can get uh, jerseys jerseys signed by uh, Vikings apparel by by Adrian Peterson footballs. And also you get your name thrown in a hat for uh, an all expenses paid trip to Minnesota for a pregame meet and greet with Adrian Peterson. That's great. And if you do win that, I must warn you, the guy has such a vice-like handshake grip. Crumbling. Every time I've ever sh- shaken his hand, it's like my blood pressure is taken. I feel the thump it's something in with, my arm. with Oklahoma running backs because DeMarco Murray was in, and he crushed my hand. Same thing, huh? Crazy. I might pick him up in fantasy. I've got the Not feeling that idea. I think as, as this, the season moves along, he's going to be, he could be a red. I saw him, he was a red zone back a lot on Monday night. A lot on Monday night. I'm just throwing that out there. Adrian Peterson is on this program. Tim McGraw, big time Titans fan. Blindside man. Did you say Faith Hill? No, no. I said Tim McGraw. Well, he's going to join us on Skype for the purposes of the television show. Maybe, just maybe, Faith will pat around the house in sweats or something. Our maiden Skype voyage. I'm hoping this goes well. That's right. It is our maiden maiden Skype voyage, Chris Law. (laughs) You said we can do it. He suggested it. I'm like, damn straight, we're going to Skype with Tim McGraw. Yeah. And it's where it's in his it's it's in his house, right? Yeah, we're going to do gonna it, his, we're gonna from, do his it house. from his house. Tim McGraw's so. house in in Nashville, and so we'll talk about the Titans with him. He's got a movie coming out called uh, Dirty Girl, which is uh, an interesting title. Yeah, it did pretty well at the Toronto Film Festival last year. And Look it's at you, released. dude. What are you? Okay, who, yeah. who are you? You know, hey, I'm, who are you? How many? Got to step up for, uh, they what? did more at Penn State than just go to football games. Suzanne Johnson, <laughs> the wife of Woody Johnson. You want to talk about having your head? Okay. You're worried if Skype's not working. I've got wife of upper, upper management on this program. All right? <laughs> so this better go swimmingly. Let's put it that way. A very, very important guest, a v- VIP on this program. Suzanne Johnson is going to join us from league headquarters in New York. There's a whole new initiative for um, NFLshop.com, a new women's 
line of clothing for the NFL, a little bit more form-fitting so you ladies out there can can look sharp on game day Sunday. And, uh, and also you guys out there, I'm sure the holiday season's coming up. Start thinking about what you can get your lady. Absolutely. You know, they also have all, a, a line of, of jewelry. I'm serious. This is some serious <laughs> business. I don't have that problem, Rich. No lady. Really? Last person in that position we try to hook up with Kara Henderson's kindergarten teacher didn't work out. So, uh, unfortunately, my Chuck, my, Chuck, my Chuck Willery days are done. The love connection is not happening. <laughs> But there's a whole I'm, new. I'm open to suggestions there, and opportunities. There's a whole new line of, of apparel, um, so it'll be good. Yeah, NFL.com/women. Yeah, NFL.com/women is also for for some, uh, uh, I guess, some recipes, game day recipes, and tailgating game day stuff. tailgating yeah. ideas. Shop is great. Not that I would be one that would. Not you know, because you never go to NFLShop.com. Never, never Everything you wear is free. Mike, no, let's be honest. I buy, I actually, no, you never do. I bought a pillow pack no. from one of my friends. <laughs> do we want to talk any more football before we get on this? Brady, four picks. So long that as defense can... looks porous, to say the least. Right. So long as they can keep outscoring people, I don't think it's a problem. i got to talk about this with Mayock on yeah, the other podcast because he's locked in with Belichick. He yeah. knows Belichick must be pulling his hair out. Yeah. Mayock, Mayock lives in Philly, so, I mean, I'm an Eagles fan, and I want to hear what the pulse is there because – I'm a little Vic worried. not getting suspended for his comments on the officiating. Suspended or fined? He wouldn't get suspended. I mean, fined, yeah. yeah. Right. Not not he fine. took it back. He took it back. Yeah, I he, was it. At, he was at practice today. He's... Did you see the, the, the headline of the New York Post? Yeah. Uh, the cry it, baby. It was called Wine and Cheese uh, Steak. Wine and cheese. And, and it was, it was yeah. Vic's head on, uh, on a babies. torso of a baby with a bottle. Wine and Cheese Steak. They're, they're pretty good. They... Wow. Was, the, was the headline. They actually did a... Roethlisberger is actually the... The most sacked of all of them, I believe. Well, because he always holds on to the ball. And I mean, it's sort of crazy. Gets, and, like, and, and that was a shocker that the Colts darn near pulled off that upset yeah. this week. Colts have their hands full in Tampa. That looks like they're staring an 0-4 start right on national TV on Monday Night Football directly in the face. And uh, I'll tell you what, Houston had an opportunity this week to, to serve notice. They had an opportunity this week to say, we're going to go 3-0 for the first time ever. We are going to take control of this division. We are going to stay on top. We are going to go into New Orleans and win in a tough spot on the road against a, uh, you know, that's, they're right across the Gulf, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're Gulf, they're, they're Gulf South natives, right? Houston and New Orleans, it would have been big for them. Couldn't do it. They were in front. Couldn't do it. The defense just Drew Brees had his way with them in the fourth quarter. They had multiple. Shaw made mistakes. That was it. This week, Texans can right the ship. They've got the Steelers in the house. They have to win that game. Yeah, if I mean, they want to be AFC players, the Steelers coming into your house after you lose on the road and and basically fritter away a chance to serve notice on the league, they have to win this one. And but, the Steelers haven't looked great yeah, either. Are, they, are the Steelers still the same old Steelers? I don't know. What are we making I don't know. I, Marshall and, and Kurt and all the guys on game day morning who have won Super Bowl say it is tough to lose a Super Bowl and come back from it. But We'll see, because everyone calls him old. James Harrison sure didn't look old when he came around the edge and blew up Curtis Painter for that pretty much the game winner. That was a game winner. So we'll see. We'll see. But that's one for Houston, man. This is it. Otherwise, they can go two and two. Tennessee is two and one. They're in Cleveland. And they're two and one with Chris Johnson essentially doing nothing. 
He's just playing himself into shape, though, right? We'll see. He better because he's on some fantasy teams that are, are going down the tubes. Well, I'm going down the tubes with Arian Foster. Fred so Jackson. Well, he's supposed to come back this week. I've heard that he's that that that, that last week that that he sat out. He's going to be ready to roll now. In our NFL.com fantasy league, I, I GM Mooch's team. I co-GM it with him. And, right. Uh, we have Arian Foster, and uh, it's a tough one. I got yeah. Ben Tate though. So, but you, you know, uh, we'll see. Because if 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 uh, Houston loses that, Tennessee could be three and one easily atop the uh, AFC South. And how about you know the Ravens play the Jets this week? The Steelers are on the road. I'm just throwing this out there. How about Torrey Smith? He was great, obviously, uh, big rookie ter- terp right there. But um, how about this? Jets in Baltimore, super Sunday night game. Great Sunday night right? game. Great one. Great one. Great one. Let's just say the Jets. Right there, ship. Win that one, okay? Steelers going to Houston, and Houston does what they sh- they have to do. Cleveland beats Tennessee at home. Who's on top of the AFC North <laughs> after four weeks? Wow, that'll Browns. be the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Wow, <laughs> at three and one. How about that? Bills are on top of the AFC East right now. That's on. The Lions are tied with the Packers. How about the Raiders? The Raiders. I'm telling you, Darren, and I know Adrian's coming up. We're going to get to him in a second. Darren McFadden is, to me, the way he's running right now, as good. I, I think it's the way he runs. It's just he runs a lot like Adrian Peterson, where he's violent. shot out of the backfield. Yeah. He makes one cut. He's a violent runner. Fast. And really fast. Wow. Wow. And they've got the Patriots this week in the black hole, too. Wow. Yeah, this is so much fun. Parody. Yeah, week three. And we're only three weeks in. This is so much fun. The NFL is a narrative-making machine. It just churns out the narratives. you can't predict. Yeah, just when you think you know what's going to happen. You don't. You don't. You don't. Lions are in Dallas this week. They're going to win. They win that. You think they're going to win, Brockman? Calling it. 4-0 Lions. Romo showed a lot of leadership on Monday. I got to give him credit. Well, nobody knew where to line up. Romo the snap was, of them. Yeah, he's getting the ball snapped him at, 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 at How many all? touchdowns did they score this week? Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. By I, the I way, just, I had, I had uh, Dallas's kicker go against me. Oh wow! Oh, brutal. In a league in which I was 0 2 entering oh. because Chris Johnson's done squat. Diddly poo. I diddly poo. Friend would say. I decided. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go Dion Branch this week because anybody who's a Bill or a Patriot, I'm going for. I'm going with him. Zero. Everything went to Welker or Gronkowski. Zero points for Deion Branch in that game that was on tilt. So I had a chance Monday night. Went right out. Who? It was a 21-point night for his kicker. Because, you know, we give bonus points for 40 and 50-yard kicks. Who gets gets 21 dropped on you by a kicker? Me. (laughs) That's a good, that's a great tight end. I do. Rob Baronis had had a game last year. He made six field goals too. It, it, it killed a lot of people. It's ridiculous. Or it helps. I mean, if you had Dallas's kicker. This is a little little off topic, but with that Dallas Monday night game, um, you know, Romo was barking at Cost, uh, Costa Costa the center. Yeah, Costa those, the snaps. Well, the under- Redskins were supposedly uh, simulating the snap, and and the poor you know young player yeah. got snookered by it and kept snapping the ball at all times. At Tony Romo. So, so where I'm going with that is it, it, it's it's okay for a quarterback to do that to a lineman but a guy like to snaps at his quarterback 
and it's not. So where where is that? What do you mean? Well, where is that line drawn where you're showing dude, up a teammate? Dude, almost? you're showing up a team, but I mean, you can't blame Romo. Yeah. I mean, let, let's let's. I, I know Arakpo said this week that he thought Romo's injuries were overblown because of how well he played and how many times they hit him and he kept getting up. But the guy did have a punctured freaking lung oh, yeah. eight days prior to the kickoff of this game. And, you know, uh, bottom line is this. If I am laboring to breathe yeah. and I'm getting my head handed to me and I am spending a lot of my time telling my young green and also newbie to the team wide receivers where to just line up and all of this stuff you have settled prior to the snap and now you have to focus on the Redskins coming at you and suddenly the ball comes and hits you in the head or the groin because you're not expecting it. I I, I must give Tony Romo a pass for going at his center and saying, dude, WTF. Yeah, when you put it, when you put it like right? that, uh, that exactly. is th- that's yeah. no you're right. That is you know, Tony is completely Fine he's the quarterback. That. That's what he's supposed to when, do. When you saw him on inside Figurative the NFL. and literal. He's the quarterback, right? right. When, when I mean, you saw him on inside the NFL where he kind of surprised Sam. He was there, laboring to get up. I mean, he laughed and he he was in pain. I know. So that was, you know, and it just shows you how, how the narrative changes. Week one, he's same old Tony Romo, sad sack Tony who can't get out of his own way, who's, um, who's never going to take the Cowboys to the next step. Next week. He leads him to a comeback win in overtime despite having a punctured lung. Week three, he plays through that and gets them moving at least between the 20s enough to get enough points to win. But if they lose to the Lions this week, we're back. Then to he's, week a one. he's a bum. He's a bum. He's a bum. Back to week one. Yeah. No, Gotta I was love just trying the to play NFL. Devil's man. advocate for the media because when guys don't make comments and they don't come out and say stuff, we go, oh, he's boring. He's no good. But then when people do speak their opinion, you're right. like, nah, he never should have said that. And it's kind of something. No, I know that. We are always we always want players to give give us great quotes. Like yeah. in a minute, I'm going to try and Adrian Peterson's coming on again. His charitable works. We're going to hit that hard as well. We should because it's a unique thing. I mean, how many players hook up with you know two uh, A-listers, two A-listers, and Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore for for raising awareness of at-risk kids and human trafficking of children. So we'll we'll talk about that. CrowdRise.com slash football. But Adrian, I want him to say, hey, give me the ball more. I'm frustrated. We're 0-3. How do we blow these these leads at, at half, after halftime? How about fourth down? Adrian Peterson waves right. he the punt him. team back on the sideline, basically saying, let's go for it. And they don't give it to him. They give it to Toby Gerhardt. I would have a problem with right. that if I was so, But Adrian, you know, I want him to say that stuff. But if he says that stuff in Minnesota, it'll be like, wow, what's wrong with Adrian? Yep. That's the nature of the beast. Fine line. Love it. I know. So to that end, let's get to him right now and fire up Vikings cam. Joining me now on the Rich Eisen podcast is one of the best in the business. He's the Pro Bowl running back, the leading Rushing touchdown maker in the history of Minnesota Vikings football already. He is Adrian Peterson. Good to have you on the program, Adrian. Thanks for having me, Rich. We're going to talk about your charitable works that uh, you're doing with Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore uh, in a moment. But first, I have to get to the 0-3 start of the Minnesota Vikings with you first. Can you give me the mood of the team right now? Um, you know, the I would say the, the mood is, is definitely still positive. Um 
you know, there's things that we need to correct. Um, and, you know, we, we're going to do that. Uh, starting Wednesday, coming in, putting these past three games uh, behind us and focusing on Kansas City. Um, and, you know, take care of business as usual. You know, the good thing is we have 13 left. And uh, you, I know Leslie Frazier made you guys already watch the film of your loss to the Detroit Lions. What, what is that like to come in and see something again that you probably want to never hear about the rest of your life? It's tough, you know, but um, then again, it's a good learning lesson. You know, they're able just to come in and just, um, just, just go over things for the last time before you put it to bed, you know, and there's a lot of things offensively defensively and you know just all three phases that we need to clean up and and be better um you know just execute better um penalty penalty wise you know just putting ourselves in bad positions and um you know those things that we realize and we're gonna uh, just you know put that behind us and take stuff forward it's not like you weren't in any of these games adrian i mean you led yeah. all three of these games at halftime and by considerable margins what can you what can you tell those who are asking this is one of the leading questions in the nfl today mm-hmm. is how 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 are the vikings blowing these second half leads what what can you can you put your finger on something to help explain it um just focus you know this focus um coming out of the second half, being aggressive. You know, I feel like me personally, those are some of the things that um, we um, we haven't done in the past three weeks. You know, going into each game in the league, you know, with this game being the most recent 20-point lead, there's no um, reason you shouldn't walk off the field with a W. Um, but, you know, we I feel like we realize what we need to work on and uh, I'm talking about as far as players, coaches, and uh, we're going to do that and make sure we, uh, you know, finish these games four quarters and turn this thing around. Now, you're being a good team player with this conversation, Adrian, where you're, you're, you're throwing yourself into the mix, saying that you, 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 you yeah. need to focus in the second half. Many people would say you, you need to get the ball more. <laughs> it's not that you're, you're not focused. It's just that you're not the focus of the attack. What would you say to that, Adrian? Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I just do my part. You know, um, you know, ask me personally. I feel like, you know, maybe it was situations where we could have, you know, did things different. But, you know, my job is to, you know, go out and execute. And that's the other 10 guys. It's their job, too, to go out and execute, whatever play is called. And when I look at the film, you know, I can look at it and say, hey, you know, yeah, I feel like we should have ran the ball in this situation. But then again, we had a good play here. We didn't execute. You know, we could have got a first down on this position and kept this drive alive. But whether it was, you know, me dropping a pass or a receiver or, you know, not giving the quarterback the protection that he needs, the pocket that he needs to deliver um, an on-time ball, uh, you know, those are the things that it really comes back to. You know, so, um, you know, we're going to work on those things. We will establish the run game um, in the second half more. And, you know, we're going to get this thing you know, get this thing going. A couple more questions about this. Your dad said that you were frustrated um, about what happened on Sunday against the Lions. Was he accurate in that description, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was accurate. Um, I'm sure there was, you know, 52 other guys that was frustrated. You know, um, just walking out the field, looking at the, at the fans, 
you know, they're just standing there in days, just like, you know, disbelief, you know. So, you know, I was frustrated about a lot of things. And it was the third week in a row. It was the same story. And, and lastly, what do you say to those who think that uh, this should be laid at Donovan McNabb's feet and a change should be made at that position? What do you say to that? Oh, man, yeah. They're crazy. And uh, I feel like, personally, each position, and I know McNabb could be taught um, a lot. You know, you know, he's his hardest critic. And, uh, you know, there's things that – there's plays – he wished he could have, you know, had back. Um, and likewise with me, you know. So it's all about, re- you know, realizing that and recognizing it and, you know, making sure during the week that you, you're taking the necessary steps to make the progress to not make those same mistakes and, uh, you know, showing that you're, you're doing it on Sunday. Uh, and how are things different with uh, McNabb there and Favre uh, in the rearview mirror, how are things just different in terms of uh, uh, the way everyone goes about their business uh, in the post-Farv world, Adrian? Uh, you know, it's business as usual. You know, uh, it was honor playing with Farv. Uh, you know, now it's it's a, it's an honor playing with McNabb. You know, you couldn't have told me that I was gonna have this opportunity um, in middle school. Uh, that I was <laughs> better <laughs> better play with two great quarterbacks. But, uh, you know, McNabb, man, he's a great personality uh, in the locker room to have, man. I um, mean, he's, he's even a, um, a better player, you know, out there on the field, a great leader. And, you know, that's what we need, you know. So he's, he, he's doing a great job. Let's talk football for good now, Adrian. You're, you're donating $5,000 yes. every single touchdown that you have uh, this season. And Ashton Kutcher of mm-hmm. uh, Two and a Half Men fame and, of course, um, uh, from various other projects that we've known him in with Punked and all the movies that he's been in. Uh, he's, do- he's matching these donations, and it's being split between your charitable organization as well as Ashton and his wife, Demi Moore's. How did you get involved in this? Well, um, I got involved with um, Ashton and Demi Moore, uh, the DNA Foundation, this offseason. You know, um, I was able to do some work on a real man campaign that they did out in L.A. And uh, we kind of brought up the topic about uh, sex trafficking and at, kids, at um, risk kids. You know, so it was something that I wanted to get involved with. So uh, we just collaborated together, joined forces, and came up with football for good. And, um, you know, basically for every touchdown I score, I'm donating 5000 um, Demi and Ashton. They're contributing 5000 also. We have um, players across the league, um, Jermaine Gresham, Dallas Clark, just to name a few, that are, um, that are donating too, you know, to the cause to, to stop, um, you know, um, human trafficking. You know, and it's something that, you know, we don't like to talk about. You know, we want to put it at our front door. But uh, the reality is there's, you know, hundreds a thousand of kids at risk, you know, and I feel like, you know, being in the position that I'm in and uh, it's, it's my job to make an impact, you know, so that's what I look forward to do. Yeah, Roy Williams of the Bears, Jermaine Gresham mm-hmm. of the Bengals, Dallas Clark of the Colts, Deshaun Jackson of the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles have all committed various dollar amount donations for every touchdown they make. Michael Huff for every interception he makes for the Raiders. And uh, for each one of your touchdowns, Victor Ortiz, 
who just had an interesting oh, yeah. bout with uh, Mayweather. He's going to make a donation as well. How do you know Victor Ortiz? Well, I, you know, I don't really know him like that. I've right. met him. Uh, but, you know, got got connections. Yeah, and, you <laughs> yes, know, you do. He, <laughs> you know, he stepped up to the plate. And, uh, you know, that's what we, um, we want to do. We want to just raise the awareness of what's happening and, uh, you know, get more people involved. You know, so we got things going on um, as far as the fans' involvement. You can, um, you can text 20 um, text agent 20 and, you know, you, you can donate $10, then you're able to, to win different prizes, um, a meet and greet, or you can um, slash football to donate also. And, um, and when you do that, you're, you're, you're eligible for, for signed jerseys, um, footballs, and things like that. Um, all um, expense paid trip to Minnesota to, to come visit you. To, yeah, to come visit me and, and, and attend a game, you know. And also on the site, you can just find out details about the prizes and the progress that we're making and, uh, you know, help make a, you know, make a change. Yeah, text your name, Adrian, to 2222, donate 10 you bucks. Go. You get a special message from you. You go to crowdrise.com slash football. Um, as you said, all you got to do is just donate some uh, some cash, and you're eligible to win uh, signed jerseys, signed football by, by you, and also and even a meet and greet for you. You're aware Ashton Kutcher's a Bears fan, right, Adrian? You're aware yeah, of that? I am. I am. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love playing the Bears. Uh, you know, so when we're <laughs> yes. leading up to play those guys, I'll be texting them, hey, you might want to put your Vikings hat on. That's you're coming off victorious. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, every time you score against his Bears, it'll be, a, a, I guess he'll be still glad to match the donation because obviously it's a, it's something that he and his wife care about. Um, and it's just, it's just interesting. Uh, like you said, very few people talk about the subject of human tra- trafficking and certainly for minors. Um, and your your organization, uh, Adrian, the All Day Foundation, is about at-risk children as well. And I'd love for you to uh, use this floor right here to tell us a- about what, what the All Day Foundation does and what you'd like to highlight for that. Yeah, you know, the, the All Day Foundation, it was something that I started four years ago. And, you know, just each year we have gradually uh, been able just to help you know, so many kids at risk, you know, in different communities, whether it's here in Texas, Minnesota, um, just reaching out worldwide, you know, just to make a change to, you know, to help build self-esteem, you know, and, and, and also protect these kids and, and lead them in the right direction, you know. So, and that's been the main focus um, of my foundation, you know. So being able to, to join forces with Ashton and Demi to, um, you know, for 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 at-risk kids also, and, and, and to make a change is what it's all about. You know, I feel like that's, um, you know, my main reason. You know, I, I, I play football. I'm this, this big figure um, and star, uh, you know, in the NFL on this level. But I feel like it's, there's a bigger cause of, you know, making a change in this, in this world. And uh, as long as I got the platform, I'm going to work to do that. Yeah, and it's a great cause, again, as you said. Uh, but hanging with Ashton and Demi, uh Adrian, people might accuse you of going Hollywood. I know it's for a good cause, but I mean, have you ever been accused nah. of going? Have you ever been accused of going Hollywood, Adrian? I, I, I have, but the people that, that knows me, uh, that I grew up with, mm-hmm. they know I'm just the same, the same guy. Same you guy. You know, humble. Uh, you know, I'm grounded, and I know that every all my success 
came from the man upstairs, no one else. No. Right. Yeah, that's it. And so you're getting set for the Kansas City Chiefs this week. Um, yeah. and, and your head coach, Leslie Frazier, has, has, has he already put last three games in the, in the rearview mirror and we're already moving forward? I mean, how is he keeping this team focused? I mean, this is obviously his first yeah. go-around as a full-time head coach, and to have this uh, turn of events start the, the campaign is something he definitely didn't see coming. I'd love to know how he's just handling the team right now, Adrian. Man, he's just so poised, you know. Um, he, he's focused. You can tell that. Um, and the main focus is just, you know, trying to turn things around. You know, um, one thing that I know and I feel is God listens. They listen to Coach Frazier. You know, got a lot of confidence in him. And, um, you know, knowing that he's going to take the necessary steps to, to put us in, you know, in the best position to win, mm-hmm. you know. But... From what I'm seeing, you know, he's he's the main one forcing on us, hey, put this behind you. You know, we have 13 left. You can't go for it if you're looking backwards. Um, you know, so he's handling it pretty well. And to reflect off that, to us, you know, we're doing the same thing. What if I, I – here, here's, a, here's a simple solution. How about this, Adrian? Let me, let me, help, let me help you, okay, and let, let me, me help out. Leslie Frazier. Yep, yep. Uh, how about 30 carries for you? How about that? How about how about how about we hit, how we how about we hit thirty carries for Adrian Peterson? What do you think? <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds you good. Know. You're you're up for that. You're you're built I'm, for that. You're ready to roll, I, right? You know what I mean. I'm built for that. You know. Mm-hmm. That's how I got the nickname all day. All you day. Know? All day. So, yeah, yeah. It's not half a day, right? Because uh, I'm, I'm just I noticed the first three games. It's not your nickname has not been changed to half a day. Correct? Last yeah. I checked. Yeah, you're correct. I'm okay. Gonna say, yeah, you are. See, I'm trying to get you to say these things. I'll just say them, okay? <laughs> 30 carries. You give me. You, you want me to text him? I'll do it. Would you like? I don't have his number. You want me to try that one out? No. Oh uh, man. No. No. You know what? We gonna get things turned around. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. No. No. Listen. And this is this is this is. I don't even have you in fantasy. Okay. I I, I did not get the first overall pick. I, I'm in four okay. four four leagues for crying out loud. I am well-rounded, by the way. I'm in four leagues, though, and I couldn't get the first overall pick. This is not fantasy-related. This is just, you know, just me always helping out those who come on my podcast. If okay. you give me give okay. me the digits, I'll just text, you know, I, I'll not only text Adrian to 20222 uh-huh. to donate to your cause, but I'll okay. also text Frazier. How about that? I text Frazier, Adrian, 30 carries. <laughs> How about that? Did that work? That sounds good. It works. Okay. And then if you get 30 carries, I'll take credit for it. All right. You got it. Okay. It's a deal. All right, Adrian, yeah. thanks again for coming on the podcast. Once again, everyone should go to crowdrise.com slash football to get in on the football for good. This just started, right? This is just one week old, this campaign, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. So everybody can donate $5,000 every time you go in the end zone with Ashton Kutcher and his wife, Demi Moore. Matching that, and everybody else can get in this act for some neat prizes and for a very important cause. Adrian, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks for having me, Rich. That is Adrian Peterson. Not half a day, still all day here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. We're trying something new here on the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Bud Light. We're firing up Skype. We're firing up not only Skype, but Skype for Tim McGraw. One of the biggest Titan fans around and, of course, uh, one of the biggest country music stars around. Tim, thanks for joining the Rich Eisen podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. How you doing? I see you rocking the Titans lid. Your team's 2-1. You're fired up, huh? 
I am two we two games in a row. I mean, we're it's a it's a positively huge winning streak for us right now. <laughs> Well, certainly the last year didn't go as expected. This year, uh, you're two and one, even though Chris Johnson really hasn't done very much. I'm wondering uh, if you're surprised at at how little production Chris Johnson's been able to to provide your team so far. Well, you know, a little surprised, but you know, with the whole training camp issues and 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 uh, preseason and the training camp getting started late, you know, it takes a little time for him to heat up. But I think he's going to be fine. I think that. You know, if we're, if we're if we're playing this way, or starting to play this well now, when he starts lighting it up, then it's really just going to set us on a good foot. Right, and uh, a Titan fan. I mean, were you a Titan fan before they arrived in Nashville, or you're just supporting the local team since they arrived there, Tim? What's your history here? No, no, I, I grew up in Louisiana, so I grew up a Saints fan, and I still am a Saints fan to a certain degree. But if it came down to you know an AFC and NFC champ, uh, Super Bowl with the Saints and the Titans, I'd have to pull for for the Titans now because I've been living in Nashville since 1989. So this is, this is my home. What do the Titans mean to that city? Oh, they mean a lot to the city. This city is such a great city. You know, we're very proud of Nashville, proud of the people and proud of the, the whole environment here. It's just a great place to raise a family and it's a real working class, cool place. And uh, they really, really think a lot of the Titans, you know, the Titans have the same sort of, sensibility as the town itself does i think right uh although although i guess uh chris johnson's gold grill in the mouth <laughs> might be might be new to the the city I, there huh? I, don't know. I think that it might be a good fashion statement for country music maybe <laughs> i'll get one of those yeah. <laughs> you know hasselbeck matt hasselbeck he he's sort of uh you know he's he's a northeast guy he's from oh. he's from boston college then he went to the the world of lattes uh in <laughs> seattle for a decade I think he still needs to get a little bit up to speed to the Nashville lifestyle. Do you, would you have any tips for something, somebody like him, Tim? Well, well, I think that uh, he's settling in just fine. I think winning is a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Into the Nashville lifestyle just fine. Yeah. If he keeps on, if he keeps on winging it around like that, are, are you, are you surprised at how well that he, he he's been able to fit into this offense so quickly? Well, no, because I like his. I've always admired Matt's work work ethic and his attitude and the way he plays the game and and uh, his skills. You know, he's he's so in control and he sort of takes the team on his shoulders and, and carries them. And, and there's a, there's a calmness about him. There's a calmness about him in the huddle. There's a calmness about him on the field. There's a calmness about him uh, behind the line that, that you, you, he inspires confidence. And uh, I think that's what this team needed. That's what this team's sort of rallying around and um no I, I i've always been a fan of matt's for all of those reasons and i think that that's why he's such a great fit here so where do you think the titans can go i mean in in all seriousness two and one is a nice start uh the the the, the division is wide open because of peyton manning's yeah. injury uh where do you think the titans can wind up in 2011 well look i think if we play well and we get chris John- johnson up and going, and and, uh, and we find someone sort of to take up Kenny's spot in the receiver court because Kenny and Matt had a really good uh, rapport going there when, when Kenny went in. Nate Washington's doing a great job. So I, I think if all those things start working and we play smart and the defense continues to play play well, then I think that we can, we can certainly have a shot at winning the division. And then how far? How far? Well, you know, as everybody knows, once you get to that point, then, it, then the sort of the game changes. Everybody sort of just sort of – plays out of their head at that point forward <laughs> yeah and, and, you know just you just hope you can make plays uh the blind side uh you were uh 
obviously in that film, and uh, it, it won um, an Oscar for Sandra Bullock, and yep. it captured the the country in a way that I think shocked certainly a lot of people out here in Los Angeles. Uh, why do you think The Blind Side worked so well? You know, it was a, su- a successful book, but w- what about this film? Uh, do you think struck a note? Well, certainly Sandra's performance had a lot to do with it because she's just fantastic. But, you know, I think it's just a great story. It's a story with a lot of heart, you know. And and, um, I think that if anybody loves anything, they love heart. And when something has that much of it and and sort of tells the story the way it laid it out. And also, I think that sometimes L.A. and New York, you know, or especially in L.A. when they're making films, they they sort of get so concentrated on the East Coast and the West Coast that they forget about the the central part of the country, the middle of the country, which is where we all live and where where you know sort of working class America is hard sad. And I think that that when you make a film that sort of touches touches that part of America, then it's sort of like an it's sort of a um, sort of a unknown majority out there that that I think Hollywood ignores sometimes. And I think that they hit a home run with this because because of that. When you were on the set and you met uh, Nick Saban, was he in L? He was with LSU at the time, right? Still, no, I had to, uh, no he wasn't at the time. But no, uh, no, this was after after. He, oh, he might have been still with the Miami Dolphins, or was he with Alabama at that point? No, he was with Alabama then. Okay. Our, our rivals. So I, I'm a big LSU fan. So I had to rib him a little bit. Almost said <laughs> he deserted us, but I'm glad we got less now. So yeah, yeah. well, yeah, the the hat. I mean, well, he he uh, less 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 likes to roll the dice. Uh, I love Tim. It. I love it. I mean, it, it certainly makes me crazy sometimes, but I absolutely <laughs> love it. I, I mean, you know, it's Louisiana. What else are you going to do? Uh, what do you like watching an LSU game? Do you get a little uh, emotional? I get pretty emotional. You can hear me throughout the house during an LSU game. Uh, my girls, actually, my girls are pretty interested in it now because uh, my middle daughter Maggie wants to go to LSU now. Okay. So I'm, 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 I sort of got them wound up on the LSU team now. Did sometimes Faith come in and say, who is this person that I married? Or she's... she's No, she's known that from the beginning. She's known I was a nut from the beginning. Okay. She met my dad early on, so she sort of saw where it came from. Right. (laughs) (laughs) She met... She she saw it from from Tug, huh? She got that from... she thought that if I just got a little bit of that, then I was I was in trouble. So, right. So oh, she was in trouble, as it were. Right. So uh, when you and do you and Faith watch Titans games together? Or yeah, we we go to the games when, when they're home. We love to go. Our kids love to go. We have a lot of friends that love to go with us, and we make a big event out of it. I mean, we're a big football family. I mean, I've got three daughters and my wife, but we're a big football family. We go to all of our high school games. We, we tailgate at the high school games, and we, we watch Saturday football, watch LSU, and then and we go to the Titans games when they're home. So we're our whole family sort of revolves around football for a household of girls. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, Faith is singing uh, uh, the Sunday night football theme for a fifth straight year, Tim. I know, absolutely. That makes me proud. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, if listen, you know, this— Especially her in that leather outfit she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the country likes that too, uh, Tim. I got to be honest with you. Uh, you know, this this podcast needs a theme song. Um, you know, I don't know if 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 this could be a match or anything like that, but uh, I'm just going to throw that out there, Tim. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Yeah, right now we're just using but stock I, I, music. I'm good in leather, I can tell you that right now. Well, I mean, this we could just use it for the audio version. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, we could just use it for just, just for those who are, aren't aren't seeing it. Um, what what in your estimation makes a good country music song, Tim? Well, honesty. I think I think that that's what's the the backbone of country music is honesty. I think that um, you know, there's a lot of singers who can tell you how they feel, but I think if you're listening to the radio and a song comes on and it tells you how you feel and you didn't even know it, I think that that's that's a great song, and that's a great artist that can communicate that. And uh, I think oh, that's the bottom line: is you have to be honest in your and when you're when you're singing a song, because if you if you don't, people see right through it. Right, right. and, and uh, you just came off of your emotional traffic tour in the United States and Canada, and uh, next March you and Faith are going to be touring together. Is that true? Yeah, we'll be in Australia touring together next March, which is great. I went to Australia last year um, in September, and we actually got to go to the, the semifinals of the Australian Football League. 100,000 people in the semifinals of that. Wow. I mean, you are seriously a football family if you're yeah. you're going to Australian rules football games. No, and it was a lot of fun. You know, I didn't know how – I didn't know anything about it, but we sat in a booth with somebody who sort of told me the rules. And by the end of the first period, I sort of had the rules down. And then it became very exciting because once you know what's going on, then you can really get into the game. They, and I, they, allow, they, allow, yeah, they allow more hitting there, don't they? Yeah, they, they hit pretty hard and they're, they're – Really athletic, tall, athletic guys. Those guys are fit. And uh, are, there, are there 15 yard flags for hitting defenseless receivers in Australian rules football, Tim, or that's just us? I don't know if I saw any of that, but <laughs> I, I, I'm a little. I don't know about those flags sometimes. Oh well, yeah, get get something off your chest here on NFL <laughs> Network. Come on, it seems like you had something on your chest there. Get it off your chest. I was a defensive back, so I <laughs> I tend to side with hitting. Well, I mean, if it, there, there, it just seems to me that the that these fifteen yard flags they should be reviewable. You know what I mean? Like that that the, the the hits happen so fast, and the helmets sometimes hit the shoulder pads, and sometimes the shoulder pads hit what appears to be the helmet. That we should make these things reviewable because the refs are going to err on the side of caution. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I- I don't know about reviewable. I, I think the problem is that uh, you're going to have to live with a little bit of that for a while until people sort of start adapting to it. Just like every part of the game when, when rules are changed and sometimes they don't stick, sometimes they go back to the way the rules were. But but I think what happens is players start eventually adapting. It might take two or three years, but it, you know the mentality of it starts changing a little bit. I don't want the game to change, but I think players will start finding that buffer zone and that zone of where they can pull up and can't pull up that that you know they're not used to now. Well, you've well, got you, uh, a new movie, Dirty Girl, coming out. Say it again. Not saying that I like it, but I'm just saying that that's probably a process that we have to go through. Well, listen, uh, it is a process. The, the 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 old question is 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 should should the league be going through this process? A lot of fans think that uh, that it's taking defense out of the game. The, the first um, the first three weeks of the season, we've already seen 33 300 yard passing games out of wow. quarterbacks. It just it it seems to me that that there's that that I guess we're, as we're all learning it. it it's now airing more and more on the side of, of caution is now opening up the game for offenses more. Well, fans love offense too, don't they? Yes, we do. <laughs> and, and leather, depending on who wears it, Tim, I'll be very yes. honest. Uh, you've got a movie called Dirty Girl coming out October 7th, 2011. Before I let you go, tell me all about it. Well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a story that when I read the script, I'm, a, I'm only in a small part of the movie, but it's a pretty pivotal part of the movie. And, and it's something that was pretty close to me when I read it. 
Um, it's about our, our girl's discovery of her father. And um, she didn't know her dad growing up, and she sets out on this journey to find her dad. And, uh, you know, it's something that was dear to me and sort of I related to. And, and so I, I, I really, really thought it was a great script. Some great people were in the movie, and, and uh, it turned out to be a really good movie. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. And uh, I, 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 it's funny. I don't mean to write. It's funny, and, sure. and it's serious and you know, it's got all the elements you know you, you, you go full circle in it mm. and William Macy's in it he's a great actor yeah he's fantastic uh, Mary Steenburgen's in it uh, Mila Jovovich uh, Juno Temple there's just some great actors yeah that's uh, and again that's in theaters on October 7th that's that's right around the corner Friday Night Lights just wrapped up as a TV series that that was so good obviously based on the film that you were you were in as well did you watch the TV show Tim I've seen some of it. I haven't watched it religiously, but it's a fantastic show. I mean, it, it's uh, they, they've done a great job in keeping the integrity of the movie and, and you know, sort of the, the camera angles and the way that the camera moves is really true to the way the movie was shot. I, I think they've done a great job with it. Right. Uh, and uh, where, where did we, before I let you go again, where, where we appreciate you Skyping in uh, on the show. Is this your office that we're looking at right now here in your in your house there? This is this is my wife's office. Oh, this yeah, is this is this is Faith's office. Yeah, this is Faith's office. She let me invade it for the day because she was well. She didn't know because she's in the studio. She's working, so I sort of snuck in here. Oh, so she's not she's not in the she's not in the house today. No, she's not in the house today. But I got to put everything back the way it was. Yes. So. <laughs> It's about to say it looks very clean for a guy's office. It looks very white, very clean, very ornate for for a guy's office. Yeah, it's it's a little over the top for me. <laughs> well, I appreciate you letting us in um, into your house, literally uh, via Skype, and uh, appreciate the time here talking about your Titans. So, just to, to wrap things up, you think the Titans uh, have a chance at the Super Bowl? I think if I heard that correct. <laughs> I certainly think we have a chance to win our division. That's for sure. And what goes from there is a matter of how many plays we can make. There you go. Uh, That's uh, Tim McGraw joining us here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Please see his film coming out uh, just a couple of weeks, Dirty Girl. And and always watch out for Tim uh, on, uh, on the Billboard charts. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Thank you. Good talk to you, Rich. You bet. That's Tim McGraw. All right, good times now here on the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Bud Light. We are going straight to the top of the spousal flowchart here in the National Football League. Wife of ultimate management. Uh, we have uh, uh, a lot of fun here uh, talking, uh, obviously, about things outside of the game of football and talking about the passion of football and my next guest certainly embodies all of that the wife of Jets owner Woody Johnson Suzanne Johnson joins us now from league headquarters in New York City wearing uh, I guess you are rocking the new uh, Jets shirt of part of the NFL for women new line of apparel for women in the National Football League collection right well, Rich, I'm so glad to be on the air with you today, Good. and I'm thrilled to be part of the NFL New Woman's Line, and it's the Fit For You campaign, uh-huh. which is giving all our female fans even more ways to show off their team pride, whether it be at home, in the office, at a game, or out in the town, mm-hmm. like I have on. I've worn this out to dinner a couple of times. You have. So it's been really great. Just like yes. that, Suzanne? You've walked into swanky New York City restaurants, rocking the... Well, the- I just threw on my theory black blazer, and I went into Fashion Week. <laughs> I had six of my girlfriends with me, front row, right. and the photographers went wild. So we were all over New York Press wearing this to Fashion Week. And then that same evening, since it was such a hit during the day... My husband was having dinner with Michael Douglas. He brought uh, me along. And Michael's like, va, va, boom, we're getting one for Catherine. So Catherine will be getting this shirt later this week. So it was a hit. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. 
is going to yes, be wearing. Yes, that's Catherine Zander. Absolutely. She'll be wearing this. They are Jets fans. So Michael Douglas is a Jets fan. Yes, he is. He's an absolute Jets fan. Okay. And now Catherine Zeta-Jones is rocking, again, the shirts that people She'll can get. She'll be rocking this shirt as well. And people and can get so them on NFLshop.com, correct? Yeah, everything's available on NFLshop.com. Okay. And as you see the campaign, there's a lot of print out right now. And the, the theme this year was Team Rivalry. And I'm in, the, I'm in my campaign with Gwen Reese, who is wife of general manager Jerry Reese. And so, as you know, we're only geographic rivals because we're the only two teams in the NFL that share a hometown and mm-hmm. a stadium. Right. So essentially, we are partners 364 days a year. But on game day, which is uh, Christmas Eve this year, right. she's going to be my rival. Right. So. Uh-huh. So the rivalry is the theme for, for the campaign. This year's campaign. For, the, for this year's campaign. Who else is involved uh, from your end of the th- uh, business? Well, what here? happened was they fought. They approached me and said, we have this new apparel line, and who better to represent the apparel line than women from the NFL who actually live and breathe the games, go to the games all year long, right. and really have you know a close affinity to the games and the product. So they approached me. They approached Tanya Snyder of the Redskins, Charlotte Jones, which is Jerry Jones' daughter of Dallas. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Gwen from the New York Giants. So it was about 30 women representing all uh, you know 32 teams were involved, and this particular jersey is available in. 32 different teams, so their colors, their logo. So we represent the entire NFL with this line. Right. Interesting. And pretty much everyone you just mentioned is uh, somebody who the Jets are facing this year. You play the oh, NFC you're East. Absolu- you play, yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. Uh, you're absolutely right about that. But in the spirit of rivalry, yes. you know, the one other thing that the NFL has is basically it brings together your entire home and family. So it's very family oriented. So in order to get the women involved that weren't specifically so fashion oriented, but were great hostesses, the NFL also introduced an NFL party collection, which I have to say is absolutely amazing. They have these beautiful um, wine glasses that will have your team, uh, your team name and logo etched on them. Mm. Beautiful cheese boards that uh, they rival the ones at Williams and Sonoma. They have um, cupcake decorating. So if you have kids involved and they're watching the game. So it's really a way to get the whole family involved and women, you know, I don't know if you know these statistics. Mm-hmm. Women make up 44% of the entire NFL uh, percentage of women of viewers of the I believe, NFL. I believe that. I and believe then, that. Uh, also, Rich, over 350,000 women attend NFL games each week. And that's a lot of outfits. So we decided we're going to go after our women fans and we have somebody represent them. So, you know, here I am. Well, you know, you know how I know that there's such a large percentage of women that uh, root for the NFL. Every time I appear on television, the ratings go up, Suzanne. <laughs> okay. That's, that's so how Rich, I know. That's wait, my own focus so right there. I'm going to have your ratings really go up right now Spike because I'm going to show you I'm going to show you one of our products. Please, go for And this have? is one of our licensees is Victoria's Secret Pink. And this particular product hey now. is going to give new meaning to Monday Night Football. So for all you guys out there... Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here you have it. This is going to give you some really good uh, Monday night touchdowns. So that's it. So now wait a minute. And that that hold hold on a minute. We we can't just we can't <laughs> just we can't just flash that and 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 move forward. That that <laughs> that is uh that is clearly not for men, right? That is not that is not <laughs> a man. I told you this line is only, only for, for women. women. Okay, I just want to make but sure. But men will benefit because if you but happy, it says pink, happy and wife, it's a, happy it, life, it, rich, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Well, I don't know that 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 strikes me that would make the the male partner happier, not just the woman. You know, if, if well, no, because 
when she gets her undergarment, she's like, but sweetie, I need some jewelry to go with that. Look so out. that's true. Okay. Then you yes. get yeah. your, your beautiful handy dandy, you know, Jets dog tags, okay. which are really, really fun to wear. Right. And then actually we've partnered with another licensee mm -hmm. and it's Moda. And they make these amazing handbags that are actually pretty high end. They come in suede and they're absolutely beautiful. And you can wear them to the home office on the town again. And so we have that licensee. So this particular line, Rich, mm -hmm. has expanded tremendously. It has gone from you can get any price point, any particular age group, Everybody is involved in it because we feel the NFL is a family and all the women should be involved from whatever perspective they want to be. Fantastic. You know, if you want to be front and center, wear a huge Jets logo, you could get a big sweatshirt. You know, if you want to just be a little bit more demure, I'm actually wearing, um, if you can see right now, they're NFL stackable rings. Yes. So you get your team colors and you, I put them around my wedding band, but basically <laughs> they're crystal rings. <laughs> you can't rings. get that on NFLshop.com, can you? <laughs> No, that that one's not. I could see which one is the the stackable ring and which one you brought from your own collection. I could tell that one. Oh my God. That one compliments my husband Woody Johnson. Yes, indeed. I have to tell you. Yeah, he and didn't he's a get high that. maintenance. He's a high maintenance owner, so you know I deserve it because you know it takes a lot a lot of work organizing our lives. I, so, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. What is he like? What is he like watching? Uh, let's just say this past weekend's uh, game in okay, Oakland. So what was that? What we was had that so like? much fun. So this past week we went to Oakland, and and I'm going to give it to Oakland. Oakland has really tremendous fans. So two funny things happened. So Adam Sandler is a very big Jets fan. So yep. he came on the field. And, of course, I'm the crazy one representing this new line, wore my Jets shirt. He was full-out Jets regalia. And I think we were the only two people in the stadium because that particular stadium goes yeah. crazy and screams at you. Yes, indeed. So as we were walking into the tunnel, Adam is was, like, literally the hugest superstar they were all screaming, hey, Adam, Adam, we love you. But then it took him about two minutes to realize he was a Jets fan. Then they're like, but Adam, boo, we hate you, we hate <laughs> you. So Adam was laughing. He goes, it took about two and a half minutes right. for the hostility to kick in. But he was such a gentleman. He was high-fiving the guys. So it was really thrilling. That just shows, you how, that just shows you how popular he is, Suzanne, is that, oh, is that his Adam, popularity held the wolves at bay for long enough I, for them to, for the, to realize. I know? actually... He, his wife and I were laughing so hard. Right. She actually took her photo cam from her phone. She said because her friends at home would not believe, like, oh, you know, he's a superstar, no matter even if he was in Jets clothing. Right. So that was funny. So the way it goes with winning the games is yeah. he is very, very, um, I'm kind of outward. He's very inward. He takes things in, soaks them in, mm -hmm. you know. You know, his anger will stay under control yeah. and he'll be very quiet if we lose. And in this case, we lost. Right. So it takes him about 24 hours. You know, we'll go home. We'll watch the next two games, the four o'clock, the eight o'clock, whatever it is. And by morning, because I have two young sons, two and a half and five and a half, they come jump in bed and they kind of just, you know, bring sunshine to his life. Yes. And then, you know, he kind of gets over it. So it's about a 24 hour quiet period with Woody. Right. Yeah. Because I guess as an owner, you don't want to be seen... You know, because the, the TV camera could be on you at any moment in time. You yeah, I know. I saw it on Jerry Jones yesterday when they were yes. losing, but then they won, and he was like, yeah, this is great. That's so, when he was high-fiving. Yeah, he's high-fiving the fans below in the box there. So, so Woody, you, your your husband keeps it in. He's he's in, he's an introvert watching he's these games. He's kind of an introvert when it comes to that. Okay. And, um, and I actually think that's probably the smartest thing because, you know, this is a journey being in the NFL, and you really are partners – 
most of the time, most right. of the year. And you're all trying to create a great product for our fans and bring a great experience. So the, all the teams work together to kind of produce this. But in reality, only one team wins a year. There's one, only one Super Bowl winner. That's who everybody remembers. Right. So I think since it's such a long journey, you have to enjoy the ride. And if you would just kind of just get all angry and that, yeah, I just think it wouldn't be fun, and this is all about fun, and he's having the time of his life. My husband skips to work every morning. Yeah. He's like a five-year-old child. He is the happiest man I've ever met in my entire life with tremendous energy. So, uh, I mean, I'm so happy for him. It's just God has blessed him with all these wonderful gifts, and, and he deserves it. Mm. Uh, since you're such a fashion maven, as, as uh, you're chilling on Fashion Week, you're, you're the spokeswoman for this new uh, NFL apparel for women, uh, I have to ask you, if you were told uh, to outfit Rex Ryan, would you <laughs> would you term that a project? Would that be a would that be a project, Suzanne? OK, first of all, Rex is a really handsome guy. OK, so he is very easy to outfit and um, because he's so good looking. And recently he's dropped a lot of weight and mm -hmm. I know his wife very well. And she has got him on a program and he is done very well. So if outfitting Rex, you know. I always think a baseball cap is going to show off his beautiful face and then, you know, some darker clothes okay. underneath. But um, I, I think his best asset is beautiful face and his beautiful smile. Could he but could he rock the Xenia? Could he rock the Xenia or Prada or is that what do you I mean, do you think we could we could work something like that out? Or what? I have to tell you a funny story. One time, you know, my husband has a brother who's very handsome and very, very fit. And he came in in this Prada suit and it was so great. And I said to Woody, I'm like, you should try Prada. And we started laughing because, you know, Woody does not have the Prada look. No. But um, his brother is the Prada guy. And, and I think, Rex, we're going to skip on Prada. We're going to yeah, skip I think that we're one? Skipping. What'd you think of Sanchez's GQ shoot, Suzanne? Oh, I have to tell First of all, Mark, not only is he an incredible football player, but he's an incredible guy. He's got such a wonderful personality. He's amazing parents, and he's such a gentleman. Well grounded. Well grounded. He couldn't be. He couldn't be more chill and cool. And uh, I mean, perfect just, face of the franchise. But the, the the GQ shoot, Suzanne. The GQ shoot. Well, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> called it ridiculous. I mean, he's rocking the Euro T, the the like the. The T-shirt, I mean, it was... Well, the cover shot definitely, definitely was quite fitted. Okay. It, it definitely was fitted clothing, and mm -hmm. that's kind of not Mark. But what he did sport was something that my husband actually has. He was wearing a Rolex, which is a specialty Rolex with a uh -huh. green bezel. And when I first met my husband, one of the first things I noticed about him was that watch. And I'm like, how the heck did he find one with the green bezel? Right. And Mark had it on an editorial, which I thought was really funny. Mm -hmm. But you could put Mark in a paper bag and women are still going to basically, <laughs> you know, buy that magazine. <laughs> I actually have a funny story. I'm not yes. going to mention who, but it was okay. another team owner's wife called me up and said, or wrote me a little email. She's like, Suzanne, the team's doing so well. Great. She goes, but I really wouldn't even notice if the team was doing well because all I do is watch Mark Sanchez hey, play. Now, So, yeah, but I'm not mentioning names, no, but that's the truth. Boy, but we, we could narrow it down to 31. There's 31. <laughs> There's 31 hey, out there. Speaking, yeah. speaking of how this fashion line has really, you know, basically been a big hit here in New York, uh -huh. today they did an announcement and they showed the new logo for Super Bowl 48, which New York City will be hosting. Ah, yes. And CEO of the new MetLife Stadium, Mark Lamping, mm -hmm. he actually was talking about how he's thinking of integrating Fashion Week 
with the Super Bowl festivities. Oh and I happen to think that quote came because our line was such a hit over these last three weeks. And he probably is like, well, we're going to jump on that bandwagon. Well, so if that the happens, NFL women are definitely, you know, doing something for our fans in the NFL. We promise you. You're a factor, Suzanne. There's no question about that. <laughs> if that happens, um, I've got to do runway that week. Oh, okay. Rich, how can you make that center. happen? How can you make we're that happen? You, we're going to put you front and center. Well, we're going to create something specifically for you. And I'm going to mm-hmm. have to think about that, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to create something specifically for you. I can rock. I can rock pretty much whatever. I, the only thing I can't I, like cargo pants or lit. I can't do linen. You know, lin- I, I, I'm linen sort of, wrinkles, not good for a football it's guy. Not linen good. Wrinkles. No, no. Lin- yeah, I can't look good and I can't rock linen, but pretty much anything. Uh, I mean, and I would I would uh, I would rent Zoolander before doing the runway, you know, so oh I would my- get I get okay, that working. Steel. Rich, blue mm. steel. Just remember blue, blue steel. steel. <laughs> Actually, speak, yes. okay, first right. of all, yeah. I have to tell you, speaking, okay, Ben Stiller came to our first he's, game, our 9 11 game. That's right. He's a, he's a Jet fan, too. Okay, I have to tell you, Woody and I, here's another tidbit about my husband. Okay. We will watch two films over and over again. Okay, the first one is the one uh, with Ben Stiller with the blue steel look at Zoolander. Right. And we will laugh like hyenas. We've seen the movie 10 or 15 times, and we laugh just as hard. Okay. And the other is the Chevy Chase movie. Um, is it Caddyshack? Caddyshack. Oh, is my there- goodness. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like, one day I came into the house, and I hear my husband laughing like crazy. Right. And I walk into the bedroom. I'm like, oh, my God, Woody. We've seen it 30 times laughing tremendously but ben i have to tell you is one of the funniest guys and he is a tremendous jets fan yeah. so i'm gonna have him come you know spend a few minutes with you get you ready and then i'm gonna approach Please. gq because you're gonna get that next cover you're gonna you're gonna blow mark's cover away well i can't sure i can't I, 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 that, that, let's add one more thing to the list of clothes i cannot rock and it's okay. anything that sanchez wore in that gq shoot i just <laughs> i can that anything he put up. Maybe the watch. I'll be able to rock the, the watch. watch. Okay, I'm going to give you the watch. That's about I know, it. You know what? You know, I have to say that, you know, it, it was definitely a fitted, it was a fitted look. Very European. Very yeah, European. Very, that's fitted. And we're trying to actually expand the NFL to, you know, into the European market. So that was one of the ways, you know, we thought maybe. <laughs> that's a great. You know, maybe. That's an entree. That's no doubt an French, entree. The French, the French probably like that. The French, well, they love Jerry Lewis too, Suzanne. So let's be... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's tread lightly, right? So again, NFLshop.com is the place NFL that you should go. Is the place to go. Okay. It's also available in some of the you know the stadium team shops as well. So okay. check out your stadium when you go. And then there's the the oh the game day party campaign as well. That's, oh, that's yes. part of this as well. And so that's really amazing because. What happens, not everybody has the opportunity to go to a game each week. You know, I'm privileged enough, I go to all the games. So, say, for example, we're trying to bring the game day excitement from the parking lot, which is you've ever been to a Jets parking lot for mm-hmm. tailgating. Right. It's the most amazing sight I've ever seen. It's I fun. mean, people, hibachis, blow-up dolls. I mean, there's everything... <laughs> We're talking sirloin lobster. This is not a ham and cheese sandwich, you know, crowd. This is major. So they thought, how do we bring that excitement and bring it into the home and therefore get the whole family involved on a Sunday because most men spend Sundays watching football. Mm -hmm. So they've created all these beautiful products that, like I said, just ways to style your apartment. And if you don't really have that many ideas in your own mind, there's another website created specifically for women 
called NFL.com slash women, mm -hmm. which will show you a room and it styles a room for you. And you hit on a hot button and it'll go right to the NFL shop and you could buy the particular item. So basically it has like the wine glasses. It has a, a corkscrew set to, you know, open up your wine. Nice. It also has uh, cutting boards. It also has fabulous bowls to put all the chips and dips. It has cake decorating. So if you're going to make like a cake in the shape of a football, they have that available for you. So it's real, and this is high end. This is beautiful stuff. It, you know, it's not like plastic cheapy stuff. It is really beautiful, beautiful stuff, but at a very reasonable price point. So everyone gets involved, you know? Well, I wouldn't think and you'd be a part of anything except high end, Suzanne. I mean, well, like, like I said, you. what was in between those stackable rings? I need to wear sunblock if you're going to hold that thing up again. Give me, give me a heads up before you hold that <laughs> thing up again. Hey, Suzanne, thanks so much for joining us. I really Thank appreciate you. it. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to having Michael Douglas on the podcast to talk oh, Jets let football. Let me tell you. Yes, he, uh, you know, I'm going to be talking to him go. later this week. There you go. And we're going to get him on. Drop my name. He might say the word who after that. It might be, it might be, he might go who. Then you just, then, then that's when you come back in with, uh, he'll enjoy no, it. No, talk no, Jets. No, yeah. No, we'll, you, we'll talk. Rich, you're one of our New York celebrities, even Thank though you've you relocated much. to Los Angeles. We're, we're still, we're still claiming you as ours. Okay. okay? You're still ours. Done. Done. Suzanne, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Give my best to Woody if uh, he's not too busy watching uh, Caddyshack and laughing. <laughs> I appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. Okay, thank you, Rich. You bet. That is Suzanne Johnson, wife of Jets owner Woody Johnson, telling us all about the new women's apparel line that you can get on NFL.com and NFL.com slash women right now yes. here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Fun program, everybody. Fun program. Again, um... Well, I'm going to give my thanks. How about Suzanne Johnson? Wow. That was fun. She was great. She's awesome. I met her years ago in New York City, and and uh, that that's that's her. She's into this she thing. She likes what she does. She's into this She's thing. Into it, yeah. She's into this thing. And again, uh, NFL.com slash women, where you can go to NFLshop.com and get all these uh, uh, new, um, the new NFL for women uh, line of apparel. Maybe laid we, out there for you. So maybe we can get Alyssa Milano on. She's in those uh, NFL women's apparel commercials. Get on the horn. She did. She did uh, total access a couple of years ago. Let's get her on the fellow horn. Staten Islander. Let's no, gotta get her on the horn. That's an in, that's an <laughs> that's in studio. An in studio. <laughs> that's an in studio. We'll work on that. Um, I want to also thank Tim McGraw. That was fun. Scott worked. worked. I think it worked. It looked great. It does it look good. Looks we'll good. have to see that on the TV show. Uh, which airs Thursday, four thirty Eastern time. Four thirty. Uh, Friday at two thirty Eastern time. And uh, Saturday night at 12.30 a.m. Eastern Time. There's also a couple other bonus times in there. We'll check your local listings uh, for the TV version of this podcast. And also Adrian Peterson. Again, crowdrise.com slash football. You can donate money to this cause, football for good. Every time Adrian scores a touchdown, it's $5,000. The actor, Ashton Kutcher, and the lovely and talented Demi Moore, Match the donation, $5,000. You can donate any amount of money at crowdrise.com slash football and uh, get thrown in for the chance to win some pretty cool prizes. Autographed footballs by Adrian Peterson, jerseys, Adrian Peterson autographed jerseys, and also a chance to get an all-expenses-paid trip to Minnesota for a meet-and-greet with uh, AD all day himself. And again, he's not half a day. Not half a day. He's all day. Good for uh, Good stuff. Out of Adrian Peterson, Ashton Kutcher, and Demi Moore, crowdrise.com slash football. What other items do we have to housekeep? Oh, the Bud Light fan camps. Give it to me, Chris Absolutely. Law. Bud Light fan camps for week four, October 2nd. Uh, going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh. 
Okay. Denver, Colorado. Uh, Detroit Lions. Wow. Uh, looking to go four and zero. And uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, for the Bud Light fan camp. I'll tell four. you what, that's good, good stuff. And uh, you can get all your information at the Bud Light uh, Facebook page. Facebook page. And yep. always, what do we have to remember, Chris Law? Must be twenty-one years or older to participate. That's correct. Always remember always. that. People in Detroit right now are fired up. Lions are undefeated. Michigan Wolverines are undefeated. Have to bring that up, Chris Law, brother man. <laughs> They're undefeated. The Detroit Tigers are steaming their way into the baseball playoffs. Steaming their way. And then Red Wing season is right around the corner. This is this is a golden time right now for the Detroit sports fan. Wow. It's good. Uh, right now. You, you bring up the Wolverines. Uh, I do. So... Brady Hoke, I love him. He was a San Diego State guy. He's, I lived down in San Diego for five years. Right. Um, if you listen to him talk, we've had him on the podcast, yes. and you just don't look at him and you think Matt Foley in a van down by the river. <laughs> I'm telling you, go on YouTube. Is that do right? It. They, he sounds just like him. You see, and it's odd because I think he sounds like Bo Schembechler a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Remember when he called up? On the podcast, Mike Del Tufo, yes. you're a big Notre Dame fan. Yes. So I said, you answer the phone because I want you to hear the voice of the man who's going to give you such misery every I September. For, and he picked up the phone and he, you said, you know, LFO audio. And I heard as I was walking out the door to come into the booth to start the interview, I heard it through the phone 10 feet away. This is Brady Hope, University of Michigan. <laughs> I love that. Oh. And Marshall Falk told me that Hoke... I'll tell this story. Hoke left Marshall a voicemail after the Hall of Fame because, you know, he knows Marshall from the San, San Diego, Diego State. State. Yep. So uh, he left Marshall a congratulatory voicemail after the Hall of Fame. Tell him I saw the speech. It was great. Way to go. I'm thinking of you. And ended the conversation by saying, go blue. <laughs> <laughs> go blue. He breathes it. He eats it. Yeah. Um, he bleeds it. What, what are those colors? I love it. Cor- corn and blue or something like that? Maize and oh, blue, no, okay. dude. Maize and blue. Come on. When do we play Penn State? Uh, when do we take it's, on it's, Jopa? It's, uh, it's in November, I believe. I have to, mm. have to double check the schedule. but uh, we're Getting ready for that one, pal, because well, you're coming to us this year, aren't you? Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't get very much ref love when house. we're in no, the big house. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Now you sound like Vic. Now you sound like Vic. Sound like, yeah. sound like Vic. Come on, come on. Come you sound on. like Vic. Be careful. Be careful. We may fine you. We're getting LeVar back on that week, though, right? No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We might get. We got to get. Well, first things first. Five and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Big Oof. Ten play starts. Gets a little different. We actually, we actually can't play you guys until the Big Ten championship. Are no, you guys legends right? or leaders? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who you guys yeah. have on the docket this week? Hmm. Who do we play this week? You gotta love slow computers. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, um, Chris Law and we've got uh, another podcast coming out on Thursday with Mike Mayock and Gabrielle Reese. Yes, correct. Yeah, and it's it's great. I mean, obviously Mayock in info man. Okay. Good. And uh, Gabby Reese, she brings it down. She talks Dion, Florida State. Right. It's good stuff. You play Minnesota. We play Minnesota this week. Then you're at Northwestern. Okay. At Michigan State. That's, then the open date. Michigan State's gonna be gonna be geared up. Then Purdue. And then at Ohio, at Illinois, Nebraska, Ohio, you got. What do you mean Ohio? You're home. You play Ohio last game. Ohio State. Ohio State. I'm dude. Like, come, on. Yeah, come on. What do you mean? No, no, no. Ohio is. Oh, I know. Ohio. Do well, we play Ohio? Miami of Ohio. It's not. I mean, it's Ohio. Well, listen. By the way, that's, that's where right. that's where Bo met Woody. Exactly. The, Miami of Ohio is the cradle of coaches. I know, big man. I always. No, but Univers- Michigan plays Ohio University in the middle of all that stuff. No, no. You play Ohio. You play uh, in the middle of the Big Ten season. 
Screw no. this up worse. No, you didn't. Read no, me the actual oh, names. Okay. I don't know the Michigan schedule off Here the top of my head. The first, Minnesota mm-hmm. is the first. Mm-hmm. The eighth is at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. The 15th is at Michigan. Then the at Michigan date, State. At Michigan State. Law, help him out. The problem is, the problem is, Del Tufo just had a pop-up come up, and it says Culver City Elementary Wi-Fi. So he's still, dude. Are you stealing Wi-Fi from a kid from an elementary school? From a school next to us. I would never do that. (laughs) I put that in there. So at any rate. I wish all of this could be on TV. So this is just what, a so train wreck. See what's going all right, on. so download, uh, download Mayock and Gabrielle Reese. Absolutely. And Thursday. and next week, uh, there's lots in store. We don't have anything booked yet, but I'm I'm promising. Actually, it's not too. Jeff Schaefer is booked. The uh, the executive producer and creator, along with his lovely wife Jackie. Uh, the, the league, league on, FX. on FX, which is debuting next week. Yep. He's also an executive producer. He's been on this podcast many times before due to his work with Curb Your Enthusiasm. And we're going to get all of I want to. Uh, we, we got lots to talk about with him. Oh, yeah. And I, and I love the, the Larry Dave and all those guys coming in. But if for a listening standpoint and getting inside info, when, when you talk to the writers, that was for the Curb podcast. That was 40 minutes yeah. of. We should, re, we should re release that. Yeah. I don't know what, how to do that. It's just sort of stupid. It's part of our library. But we should make a big deal of that again. Why not? All right, we're rambling on. That's it for this edition of the podcast. Download the other, please. Stay listening. 